What's up, y'all? Welcome to the first episode of the Sophomore AP Experience, where we share our AP experiences at Doherty Valley. My name is William Zhao, and here with me today are David Zhang. Hi. Good morning, William. And Benjamin Wong. What's up? I hope we're all doing well, and let's jump straight into it. So get this. You're a freshman who's ambitiously decided to challenge yourself by taking an advanced class in your sophomore year. There are a few choices for students within different subjects, and we're here to help you decide. Starting now with the math APs. For sophomores at Doherty, you get to choose between AP Calculus AB and BC, with the latter being more advanced. Benjamin is an AB student this year. Tell me about it. Yeah, so AB is going to cover seven units in total, going from topics like limits to derivatives to integrals and their applications. Uh, you'll spend roughly a month per unit, and then starting around April, uh, you'll begin AP test prep, and that will be the, the class for the rest of the year. Right, so the BC curriculum is also structured into units. We have about nine a year, which shows how BC is slightly more fast-paced than AB. Um, for general statistics about Calc BC, there are only about three sophomores in my BC class out of 30. Oh yeah, there are only three sophomores in my class too. Oh, so this really kind of shows how there aren't really many sophomores that take BC um, in their sophomore year. So... Um, also, the class is structured into two semesters. The first semester is mostly AB review. Um, this will be much more fast-paced than the actual AB class. And the second semester will cover some new material. So namely, we'll cover stuff about sequences and series um, and the calculus of polar and parametric functions. Benjamin, how much work do you spend per night and studying for tests? Um, I'd say I'd roughly spend 30 minutes to 45 minutes doing homework. Uh, the, the workload is actually very light and studying you can probably spend at most an hour because the homework as long as you do it you'll understand what's going to happen on the test because the textbook materials and the homework materials are basically identical to the test material. Our BC teacher actually doesn't believe in too much weight on homework. Um, most of the work you'll do for this class outside of school will be mainly review. So this includes review for tests and um, of course review of class material from that day to make sure that you stay on pace and have a clear understanding of what we're covering. Um, also, another part about workload for sophomores in particular, they'll generally have to work um, much harder than students who took AB beforehand, um, while at the same time achieving lower grades. And this is just naturally because um, the other students in the class have had already had exposure to AB material. Um, but generally, according to teachers, this trend reverses in the second semester once we're covering new material. Um, at this time, usually the sophomores or people who haven't taken AB beforehand um, generally outperform students who did take AB beforehand. So something to consider. What is your general advice or recommendations for students who are looking to take AB next year? Um, well, I did mention before that the homework workload is very light and very similar to the test materials. It happens that 61 people dropped Calculus AB after the drop period, which means that more than 61 people in total dropped Calc AB. I think this is important to note because a lot of people consider AB to be an easy class, and while they're unprepared, they decide to sign up for it. So if you don't feel fully prepared for this class, uh, I would suggest doing a little bit of summer studying to see where you're at. But other than that, as long as you can pay attention during class and understand the concepts and apply them to the problems, you should be okay.
Benjamin, you mentioned a drop rate of 60. For uh, Calc BC, that's actually only 10. So I guess this goes to show that people taking BC are actually um, truly more prepared for the class on average. So um, in addition to that, I'd generally recommend keeping up with the workload, um, making sure you don't ever get behind on class material. Um, so if this involves studying each night um, about the things you reviewed in class, um, it's absolutely critical to keep up with that. All right, thank you for your advice and input. Now we're going to be talking about the history AP classes. Next, with the AP history classes for sophomores, generally people will choose between AP European history and AP world history. Um, the second topic is a little more broad, while the first is more focused and more in-depth. So, David is a student in AP Euro this year. Tell me about the class. Right, thanks, William. So, um, for AP European history, at least for this school year of 2022 to 23, there's actually only two sophomore classes total. Um, and this is clearly just a minority of the AP history classes total. Um, so, both of these classes are actually taught by the same teacher, Mr. Wangle. So the benefit of this is that it takes kind of the gambling out of course selection. You don't have to worry about whether you got a good or bad teacher. And subjectively, Mr. Rungle is a pretty good teacher. He's pretty chill about late work, so um, he doesn't really give like zeros or anything. And yeah, so for the general structure of this class, it begins with the Renaissance in the 15th to 16th centuries and goes all the way to about 2010. And the AP test format is the same as AP World. Yeah, so uh, AP World is for sure the more popular option for sophomores for the AP History class. Uh, you'll find that a there's a lot more AP World teachers and a lot more classes per teacher as well. AP World will cover from 1200 CE all the way up until modern time, and there's a total of 27 chapters and 9 units. Huh, interesting, we only have 20 chapters in Europe. David, so it seems like the more difficult AP History class would be AP Euro. What have you been doing in order to do well in this class? Um, I'd say that invariably students will end up reading every word in the textbook if they want to do well on the AP test. So that will definitely be necessary. You'll have to evaluate yourself and see if you're up to that workload. Um, also, just about junior year, um, when you're taking US history, People say that A-Push is actually lighter than AP Euro. So if you take AP Euro in your sophomore year, uh, just know that your junior year will be much lighter. Um, also, this class is just generally suited for any student who has a genuine interest in history and wishes to spend some extra time to dive deep into it. Yeah, so my advice for AP World is that you, for every test, you should carefully read the textbook as there's many details that they'll test you on and you'll likely not remember them if you don't read the textbook well. Um, you won't have many lectures in class, although our teacher did begin to start doing that this semester. Uh, so I, the biggest thing is to make sure that when you're taking your notes, that you make sure your notes are in-depth and you understand the general trends in history. A lot of the questions are focused on like time periods and what was going on and uh, what historical trends were going on in certain areas. So yeah, I'd say that'd be the biggest thing in this class. What is the test format for AP World? Um, you'll receive around a 50-minute MCQ test, and you're given one period around 50 minutes. Or 
it might be 45 questions with 45 minutes and such but uh really you're trying to match the pace of the ap test which is similar which is around 60 questions in an hour and for euro it's actually the same exact format as ap world just different content oh that's really cool um do you guys get a lot of uh writing assessments we do actually almost every chapter along with the mcq quiz which is around anywhere from 25 to 40 questions we also have uh, what is called an SAQ, a short answer question. Um, this is a 13-minute short answer writing prompt. Um, and yeah. Yeah, David, that's an important consideration because uh, in our AP World class, we have only had three writing assessments so far this entire uh, school year. So if you're looking to be prepared for your next, uh, for the AP test and your next AP history, I'd say uh, you should pay attention to that detail. Overall, it seems like the drop statistics for AP World and Euro are significantly less than for the math classes. So most students will be able to stick through the class and it's uh, pretty easy to do well if you set your mind to it. And folks, that about wraps it up for the first episode of the sophomore AP experience at Doherty. If you're a freshman thinking hard about these decisions, I hope this brought you a little bit of clarity. Of course, you should be doing plenty of research on your own and consulting with peers and adults, but I hope the sophomore AP experience podcast has given you a good starting point. If you are struggling to decide between science classes like chemistry, biology, and physics, fret not, we may or may not be planning a follow-up episode to this one for that exact purpose, which might be released in the near or far future. Special thanks to Benjamin and David who joined me today, and until later, see ya.